father wanted to teach his young son about the value of reading the Bible repeatedly. So he took a dirty basket, punched holes in the bottom of it, and had his son go with him to the river. There, he instructed him to dip the basket in the water and draw it out. The boy obeyed, and, of course, the water poured out through the holes. He asked the boy to repeat this three times, with the same results. Then he asked the boy, What do you see? The boy responded, It's clean! That's just it, the father said. The more you read the Bible, the cleaner you get. Today on Grace Notes, Barbara Sandbeck will talk about the power that comes from the truth of the Word of God. So stay tuned. That was a pretty ingenious way for the father to teach that valuable lesson to his son, wasn't it? No doubt he knew Hebrews 4.12, which says, The Word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. God's Word acts as a powerful cleansing agent. I picture my walk with the Lord as a fine-tuned engine. When I maintain my spirit through Bible study, prayer, and meditation, it purrs. I can easily avoid the pitfalls the devil throws in my way, be at peace with life's interruptions, and get great mileage from the fruits of the Spirit. But when I try to live on yesterday's fuel, I find the fumes are not enough to sustain me. No maintenance, no power. Just think what we could accomplish in our day if we fueled up before we started it. The power to live successfully comes from learning and applying the truths of the Word of God on a daily basis. 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. God's Word is the common language between us and God. We use a lot of scripture in our concerts. After one of our services, a lady said that she'd been crying during the concert, though she wasn't particularly sad or happy. At first, she couldn't understand why, but then she thought of how we feel when we're away from home and nothing is familiar. Then, when we're around something that reminds us of home, we might shed a tear. She thought of the Holy Spirit, all bottled up inside us humans. When he hears something familiar, like God's word, He sheds tears through us. How perceptive. The Holy Spirit in us longs to communicate to the Father in our behalf, in the language He understands. When we're in His Word, we'll find that our fellowship with the Lord is sweeter. God's Word is like a lighthouse. The book of 2 Peter warns us against false teachers who secretly introduce destructive heresies. It says, In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with stories they have made up. Jesus said in Matthew 7.15, Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. But will we recognize them? Do we know what the fruits are and how they're manifested? 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be shamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. God gave us his word to read. It doesn't enter our brain through osmosis. We have a responsibility as believers to do our part so we're not deceived. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 119.105, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. 
A friend of mine and I were having lunch together. Since we always discuss spiritual things, I had my Bible and some notepaper with me. The Bible was on my lap with a paper on top of it. I was talking about a decision I had to make, and lifting up the paper, I said, If only God would just write the answer right here for me. I stopped and looked down at my Bible and said, Oh, he did, didn't he? It's in the book. (laughs) The Bible does have the answer for every decision we need to make. We just need to read it. was small, he took karate lessons. I did, too, just to have something to do while I waited for him. The instructor talked about the power you could have over your opponent by knowing the moves. But it all boiled down to the fact that as long as you knew more than your opponent, you were safe. When Jesus' opponent, Satan, tempted him at his lowest point, after 40 days of fasting, he didn't try to reason with him. Rather, he used the greatest offensive move there is, God's word. Jesus knew the power that came from the scriptures. If it worked for Jesus, you bet it will work for you. The psalmist stated in Psalm 119.11, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. We need to know God's word in order to hide it, in order to use it. It alone gives us power over evil. Dale and I met a zealous evangelist once and asked where he got his zeal. He told us that he'd memorized hundreds of verses. Everything reminded him of a scripture. 
When we asked what things discouraged him, he told us that he never got discouraged because the scripture would constantly minister to him. You want a cure for depression? Try memorizing scripture. Maybe you're listening today and saying, I don't get a thing out of the Bible, so how can studying it give me power? First, I want to say that you won't understand it unless you have the Holy Spirit inside you through belief in Christ. Ask Jesus to come into your life today and save you from your sin. Then the Holy Spirit will illumine your mind and enable you to understand these spiritual things. Second, even after you're born of the Spirit, you won't understand unless you really want to. I learned a lot of Bible verses when I was young, but I didn't appropriate them. There was a point in my life, though, when I said, I know there has to be more to Christianity than what I'm giving it. I'm going to pray and read the Bible whether I understand it or not. I made a concerted effort, and God has rewarded me with an understanding and a love for His Word. Reading God's Word builds our faith. Romans 10.17 states, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Reading God's Word gives us hope. Romans 15.4 says, Everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the Scriptures, we might have hope. I'd like to close now with two songs I learned when I was growing up that speak of the precious treasure we have in the powerful Word of God. Holy Bible book divine Precious treasure, thou art mine, mine to tell me whence I came, mine to teach me what I am, mine to comfort in distress, suffering in this wilderness, mine to show by living faith, man can triumph over death, mine to tell of joys to come, and the rebel sinner doom. O thou holy book divine, precious treasure, thou art mine. Sing them over again to me, wonderful words of life. Let me more of their beauty see, wonderful words of life. Words of life and beauty, teach me faith and duty. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Christ the Blessed One gives.
Wonderful words of life Sinner, list to the loving call Wonderful words of life All so freely given Wooing us to heaven Beautiful words, wonderful words Wonderful words of life Beautiful words, wonderful words Wonderful words of life Sweetly echo the gospel call Wonderful words of life Offer pardon and peace to all Wonderful words of life Jesus only Savior Sanctify forever Beautiful words Wonderful words Wonderful words of life Beautiful words Wonderful words Wonderful words of life You've been listening to Grace Notes. Thanks for joining the program. We need to know if you've been blessed by this ministry, so please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047, or email us through our webpage at www.sandbeckministries.com. And, if God leads you, send along a love gift to help us get this message on more stations. Join us on our next program, We'll continue our discussion on power 